the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hi, this is Dr. Trudy, the host of The Christian View. I'm excited about our topic today. It's called The Modern Day Proverbs 31 Woman. We have a great panel discussion with a special guest, Kezia Alford. You don't want to miss this. How can you be a Proverbs 31 woman living in today's world? Stay tuned. It's right here on The Christian View. With everyone in the world with their own view. Ever wonder if God has a view? And, and that's what the show's all about. What's God's view versus our view? Topics that affect our daily life. Empowering and inspiring. Right. To develop a heart, a kingdom mindset, you know. <laughs> because God does have a view. Your host, Dr. Trudy Simmons. The Christian View. we have today. Thank you all for being here and thank you all for watching us at home or listening by radio or podcast. This is The Christian View. We take today's hot and challenging topics and we wait against God's word because God has a view. And I think it's so important today more than ever to get his word out. And you know, I just want to say we just got picked up by another network. So I'm so thankful that the Lord is letting us go around the world to share his, to share his view. And I just think it's so important. Um, Before we get into our hot topic today, which is the Proverbs 31 woman, I want to introduce my team. I have Trudy Davey-Davis. Thank you for being here. Amy Sutherland, Sherry Rigby, and Kezia Alford. Check out their ministries. They're doing amazing things for the kingdom in addition to pouring into the Christian view. Well, if you're a Christian woman, you've probably heard, or man, you've probably heard the term Proverbs 31 woman. And with that term comes a lot of expectation. Something, it's just completely overwhelming. But we're going to talk about it today and break it down and just let you know that, you know, we may, we may not all have the characteristics of a Proverbs 31 woman, but we can obtain them through the power of the Holy Spirit. You know, some days may be better than other days, but again, through the power of the Holy Spirit, we can yeah. be the Proverbs 31 woman, honoring God, you yeah. know, each and every day, serving our community. Mm-hmm. And then on that, you don't have to be married to be a Proverbs 31 woman. So don't change the channel if you're not married. You can be a Proverbs 31 woman in your community. Um, but Kezia, let's talk about it. You started a ministry called Proverbs 31 yeah. woman years ago. So what does it mean to you to be a modern Proverbs 30-day woman? Well, um, I believe when I heard you ask that question, I immediately think of balance. Mm-hmm. This being a balanced woman. You may read it the scripture and get intimidated a little, um, but I think all the core things should remain the same. Yes. She was a woman who feared God. She was a woman that was virtuous, mm-hmm. a, a woman of valor, yes. courage. She was strength, um, entrepreneur, all kinds of things. And we may say, oh, I can't do all of that. Mm-hmm. But through Christ, he will give you the balance and the grace. He's given us the grace to be able to accomplish all of those things. Being right. a great mom, a great um, wife, a great leader in your community. That's what I think um, when, you, when you say that. And what inspires you to start your ministry? Well, um, 
my grandmother, um, she used to always talk about the Proverbs 31 woman. I'm like, what is that? So as I got older and just reading about the word, I mean, that's what um, the Lord just gave us in our spirit. Um, And my husband, we talked about it. It's like, you know, this is ringing in our ears. So we're going to start that. And I I didn't know what that was going to look like because people may say, I don't want to talk about the Proverbs. I can't be her. She's very intimidating. And I didn't know what that was going to entail. But it's just like brought women in and they were very interested right. in learning about it. And so the things that I would talk about in the conference was you have to be a woman of prayer. Mm-hmm. You have to yes. be a woman of prayer to keep that balance, mm-hmm. to be able to hear God, to be able to move and how God wants you to move. Right. And yeah, so that's the foundation. I don't think we're doing really anything differently. We don't have the access and different things that she did that you hear and read in the right. word. But um, we can do the same things. We can obtain the same balance. Yeah, exactly. it's just in a different way. Right. And I think about the word intimidation, Trudy. You know, we don't have to be intimidated because Father God put it in Scripture. And so, therefore, he put it in for a purpose, not to intimidate us, not to shame us or condemn us, but probably more to inspire us and encourage us that we can can walk out what he's called us, how he's called us to walk out. Right. And I, when I was reading about this topic, I read something so interesting. It said, if you're intimidated Mm -hmm. by the Proverbs 31 woman, you're not looking at it through the eyes of God. You're looking at it through the eyes of man. That's so true. It's so true. Mm -hmm. And something thing that I I'd like to tell young women is I do believe you can have it all. You just can't have it all at once. And I think that's what our culture is trying to teach us today is that you've got to be everything at one time. But when you're a mom, if you are a stay-at-home mom and that's what you choose to do, you can still in your mind be formulating what your next move is uh-huh. going to be. But at that point, your season of life is to be the mom. Right. So I think keeping it in perspective and realizing that, as you said, God has it there to encourage us as a guideline, but not to make us feel guilty or shame because shame and condemnation are not from God. Exactly. Exactly. And anytime we hear that, we need to say that is not the voice of God. Mm -hmm. That's right. right. Mm -hmm. He puts things in scriptures to lift us up and to edify us and to bring in other people. But if we are walking around in shame, guilt, and condemnation because we can't lead up, you know, to everything that the Proverbs 31 woman is, then again, that is the enemy. And the we need to learn to know it. the voice. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And I think it, and it goes into the art of transformation. And that's what the Lord has called us into in the New Testament is to be like him. Right. Yes. And it's not by ourselves. Mm-hmm. It's, it's through a work of grace Amen. that we are saved. Right. Mm-hmm. And the transformation is being transformed from one level of glory to another. Mm-hmm. Man. And I think true, Sherry, probably, we don't need to compare ourselves, you know, mm-hmm. with stages of life, seasons of life, what other people are doing. You know, right before we, we came on set, we asked everybody what their hidden talents were, you know. <laughs> and one thing I learned about Sherry is that she can sew. I cannot sew, uh, you know, I can't even sew a button on. Um, and, and anyway, I don't want to, but the comparison <laughs> trap of, of, of women, you know, of being, I can't be all that she is. We'll just be the best that you, that you, can, that be. you can be. Absolutely. And I think Absolutely. that's such a great point. You know, and, and, and I love that you said I can run with deers. If I could run with deers, <laughs> I mean, that would literally make my life, you know, yeah. but um, I, I would, you know, 
be drowning desperately and trying to figure out how to do that. But I really do think we have to keep our eyes on Jesus. And that's what I love about saying a modern day. Mm-hmm. Modern day is still really going back into the Testament, you know, the Old Testament right. and really knowing that those words about the Proverbs 31 woman ring true today. Right. Amen. Amen. God's, God's word is the same yesterday, today, and it'll be the same tomorrow. Yeah. We've just got to embrace it and hide it in our hearts. We'll be right back with more on the Proverbs 31 woman. Don't go away. great discussion on the modern day Proverbs 31 woman. And I want to focus right now, Amy, on Proverbs 31 30, because I think women struggle with this. It says, charm is deceitful and beauty does not last, but a woman who fears the Lord will be greatly praised. Let's focus on the fear of the Lord. And Mm -hmm. what does that mean today in modern society for a woman? Well, the fear of the Lord actually in Proverbs, um, excuse me, Psalm 111 10 says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, a good understanding all those who do his commandments. It's a reverence. It's not, I'm afraid. It's, it's a holy thing to be in fear and in awe of the Lord. And actually in Noah's Webster's dictionary, it says that it's a fear that would come with a respect that you would give to your parents. So it's a fear of a son or daughter. And so with the fear of the Lord being the beginning of wisdom, it's, it's our foundation of really our, um, our ability to honor the Lord with who we are right. and who he created us to be. And so as we talk about the encompassing Proverbs 31 woman, this is actually the foundation of who she should be because it's a reverential respect, even as a woman would give respect to her husband. This is actually an allegory of the church, which is the bride of Christ. Yes. And it's not just for, for men, or excuse me, just for women. It's for men and women alike of Proverbs 31, but men don't like to think of themselves as a woman, nor should they. But when you see it from the allegory, it's very beautiful. Right. right. I think that's good. And you said, you know, the fear, the reverence, and knowing who you are in Christ. And we talked, Sherry, earlier on the first segment about comparing. And I think if we do have that reverence, fear, and know who we truly are, then we can go out in faith and not reserve ourselves in fear. Absolutely. I think that's one of the greatest things about how really what you just said, Amy, about fearing the Lord. It's really about understanding and honoring the commandments Mm -hmm. and really digging into his word and seeing how it is applicable to our lives. Mm -hmm. And um, and how are we living that out and and, and sharing that with the world as we go forth. And it's not this fear, I'm so scared. It's really of how can I honor you, Lord, Mm -hmm. every single day of my life and everything that I do. And everything that he's created you to do, yeah. right? And mm-hmm. being being you and doing you to the fullest capacity. Mm-hmm. And you know what I think, Trudy, is something that's really important. So if we fear the Lord, we won't fear man. Right. No, that's that's so good. Like that's good. Today, fearing man is the priority mm-hmm. and not fearing the Lord. And, right. and again, that word is sort of a, um, a more archaic term of fear, meaning respect. Right. And so we are, we're more involved in what men think about us than what we're answering mm-hmm. to God. Mm-hmm. And that, that, that makes us act differently. It does. I mean, it does. Yes, it, it, controls, yes. yeah, it controls how we act. We're not acting mm-hmm. in our worth and value as we should as a yes. daughter of God that we, you know, we're fearing. Mm-hmm. We're, we're fearing man. And so we do shun back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 
So um, I thought about uh, what we do for our community, our household, our husbands or children. I have to stay in a mindset as I'm not, a, I'm not in competition. I'm not trying to prove anything. I'm actually doing this as unto the Lord. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. what we do, we give it unto God. And if we can do that and know and keep that in the forefront, then I believe that we'll do a lot of things better. We'll accomplish things better. We'll feel good about what we're doing and not like, oh, this is so stressful, you know. And so, yeah, God will give us that balance. And we're, we're Kayo women, women of valor. That's right. We're virtuous women. Mm-hmm. We can accomplish all things through Christ. And we just have to keep that in our mind, in our heart. Right. God is looking down on us saying, Good job. You're doing a great job. And I think that is, that is so That's important right. because so we right. do things for Christ, not for the cheer of man, That's right. but for Christ to say, mm-hmm. well done, my good and faithful servant. Right. And I think if we have the heart of the Proverbs 31 woman, we'll be able to do that on a mm-hmm. greater level. That's right. You, you know, Trudy, one time I was at a focus group and, or just a, a networking group and we all had to go around and introduce ourselves. And the woman there who had the most credentials and the most titles behind her name that could have gone on forever, she introduced herself as so-and-so, child of the Most High God, Amen. or daughter of the Amen. Most High yeah. God. And I thought, you know, that's why she has all that behind yes. her name, because her priority is that she knows mm. that she's yes. the daughter that's of right. the Most mm-hmm. High God and can accomplish Indeed. She knows her value. value. That's right. Value. It's the yeah. greatest value. Yeah, yeah. it is. It's a, a songwriter says this. He said, I don't have to perform for you, God. You don't require me to be the very best. All you want is my heart. Mm-hmm. All you want is my love, my act as a worship unto you. Right. Isn't that good? That is great. I I mean, so yeah. often we're striving in the flesh yeah. to be all these things. Mm-hmm. And Father God is just saying, wait a minute. There's no striving. Come. Just come. There's no striving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. no striving. Yeah. There's, that, there's that song that I there's love. It says, striving. there's no first in line at the foot of the cross. Yeah. Right. You know, it's just come as you are. And let's talk about that as it relates to our worth as a woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And going back to the bridal theme, in context, this is actually how it was in biblical times that a woman was purchased. Mm-hmm. So once again, the allegory is, is that Christ purchased you with his blood, which is absolutely invaluable, which is why it says the fear of the Lord's the beginning of wisdom. The rewards of humility and the fear of the Lord are wealth, honor, and life is what Proverbs 22, 4 says. That is your value, your wealth and your honor. It's the beginning is the fear, but then who can find her? She's worth far more than Mm -hmm. any rubies or pearls because you were the pearl that was bought with the blood of Jesus. If we could all just really, really take Mm -hmm. hold of what that truly means. Mm -hmm. Could you imagine like what we could do for the body of Christ, to be able to walk fully clothed in the righteousness of Christ every single day, not looking to the right or to the left and staying vertical, staying in that act of worship before the Lord. I think it would just, you know, that revival we're looking for, Mm -hmm. we're praying for. Well, why do you think we don't? Why, Why do we lose sight of that? Why don't we introduce ourselves? Start of the most high God. That's me. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's sort of the question we do need to ask ourselves. Mm-hmm. What waters down that belief that on Sunday morning, if you're in a uh, Holy Spirit-filled church, you feel it there. Mm-hmm. But then about Wednesday, you start to wonder, where did, what happened? <laughs> I think it's busyness. I think, you know, we lose, we lose sight. Of, we lose sight of it. And that's why you think about church on Wednesday. We need to be having that every single day. It's not the church's responsibility. Right. It's our responsibility to bring it in. Right. We'll be right back with more here on the Proverbs 31 Woman. Don't go away.
Action View. We're having a great discussion on the modern-day Proverbs 31 woman. Before we ended the last segment, Trudy Davis gave us a challenge. Why don't we introduce ourselves as the daughters or the sons of the Most High God? So we want to challenge you at home to introduce yourself for at least a week as who you truly are in Jesus Christ. Let's be women of valor, and let's walk in our authority and boldness. You know, Sherry... We need to model this to the next generation. I think it's so important. And we need to model it for each other. You know, Proverbs um, 31, 26 says this. She does not speak just to be heard, but rather to show wisdom that the Lord has given her. Mm-hmm. As, you know, I want to say older. We're not old, but we're older than some. Mm-hmm. How can we model mm-hmm. the Proverbs 31 woman to the next generation? Absolutely. And that's such mm-hmm. a great question because I do think, again, how do we model it to the next generation? Women, young women are watching, right? And the culture that we're living in today, so many things going on in our world. And one of the scripture verses that I love in Proverbs 31 uh, is Proverbs 31, 25. And it talks about her being clothed in strength and dignity. And she laughs at the unknown. And so she's not walking in fear and she's not you know, walking in anxiety or comparing herself, but she's walking in strength and dignity. And she's walking walking humbly, knowing that her God is standing before her. And so that she goes out. And I think young women in today's culture need to Mm -hmm. see that. They Mm -hmm. need to see us walking in strength and dignity. They need to see us humble. They need to see Mm -hmm. us uh, seeking out God's word first and his favor, knowing who we are and whose we are. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think we need to be uh, living service, being, you know, making the disciples. And I, the last thing I would say is we need to be living out stewardship too. Mm-hmm. So that when we are really talking about modeling what this looks like to right. the next generation, we need to be going out and mentoring them and to show them day in and day out, this is how we walk. This is what the Lord has done right. for us. And that way they can take and start using that in their own lives. I think so. And I think a Proverbs 31 woman, a modern Proverbs 31 woman, Trudy, is going to look different from the world. Yes. And we Absolutely. need to be able to model that more and more because we're seeing more and more, you know, with social media the way it is. I mean, girls aren't sure how to even be modest. They're not even sure how to be girls, much less um, the Proverbs 31 woman. And I know you work a lot with, with women and self-esteem and, and mentoring. And so bringing that all together, I think, is beautiful. Yes. Yeah, so one of the mantras that I say every day is I'm a blessing to the younger generation mm-hmm. because I'm very intentional about that. It is a, it's really a motivation for yes. me mm-hmm. to seek and speak into the lives of younger women because our society would want to tell us that we're on the wrong end right. of, of aging and they're all what it's supposed mm-hmm. to be. But mm-hmm. what is the truth? They are insecure. They're afraid. They don't understand. There's so many messages coming at them. Yes. They don't know how to take the next step forward. And so I love to be able to speak into their lives and talk to them about whatever it is that is, you know, troubling them. Yes. But at the end of the day, I can tell them all day long what I think, mm-hmm. but if they don't see it in my life, right. I feel that because A, I'm intentional about being a role model for the next generation, but also because I want to walk and be that person mm-hmm. that it just naturally happens. Right. So mm-hmm. I, I just am very, very passionate about the self-esteem in women and mm-hmm. how that impacts everything. It and does. Every choice 
that they make. Absolutely. Do you see yourself? What, who do you see when you look in the mirror? Yeah. Yeah. Do you see a daughter of the king? Do you see the person who's fearfully and wonderfully made in the image of the God, in the Lord? Or do you see what the world has told you? And yeah. there's a huge difference. And, and how you see yourself will determine how you walk, how you talk, how you dress. Mm. And you have to fight that. Mm-hmm. You really you do. I mean, you have to make that image become your reality. It, right. It's not natural. Mm. I right. think wow. when I was in Los so Angeles working still in, in the entertainment industry, I, re- I will never forget there was a young woman that would come to my Bible study, and she, every time, wasn't talking about industry stuff, wasn't talking about what I was doing in my career, wasn't talking, but she actually would say, I really love watching you and your husband, what you've modeled to me and how you treat your husband, how you've treated your children. And so they're watching all of these things. And and really, that's something I think that we really do need to be in the modern Proverbs 31 woman is that we can live in today's world, but we can be good stewards in our marriage and with our children. Yeah. And on that note, um, Proverbs 31, 11 and 12 says that the heart of her husband trusts her Mm, with secure confidence and he will have no lack of gain. She comforts, encourages, and does him only good and not evil all the days of her life. And so we can model that by our natural husbands, if you have one, but your love for God, you're on fire, your ability. If someone sets you on fire, people are going to come around and watch you burn, right? Right. So it's our passion. It's our zealousness. It's it's that passion that we have for the Lord as our first love. Mm -hmm. That's how we model it. Mm -hmm. Because out of that is the overflow of all these virtues. Mm -hmm. I think that's so right. And in Proverbs 31, 11, it says she brings good to the people. Mm -hmm. She brings good, whether it is our husband husband, our children, mm-hmm. are to our community. Yeah. But we're not looking inward. We're, we're taking the love that Jesus Christ has given us outward mm-hmm. into the community, and we're sharing it and trying to bring other people in. Because, you know, we are living in a hurting world. Yeah. Marriages are crumbling. Relationships, mm-hmm. the church is divided. Mm-hmm. And God wants unity. He wants like-mindedness. And mm-hmm. the church is a representation. I mean, the marriage is a representation of God in the yes. church. And so as women who are married... Our first and foremost is to Father God and then to our home and then mm-hmm. to the ministry and the work that he's given us to do. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's women amazing. are really, really under attack, especially the younger generation, mm-hmm. because there's a word that as Christians we need to be very comfortable with, and that's dismantling, because yeah. the whole Proverbs 31 woman thoughts and and are, mm-hmm. is being dismantled. And mm-hmm. for the younger yes. women, they see that, they resent that the the cultural right. younger mm-hmm. women they yes. see it as you're trying to hold me down you're trying to suppress me you're trying mm-hmm. to tell me that I'm only good by attaching myself to a man and there are books in, written in the name of Christianity right now mm-hmm. one's by an author named Barr and the other one is uh, they're, they're friends and they go around and speak together but they say they're Christians and they say that everything we're saying right now we've been taught by the American culture and it was in an effort to put women back in the workplace, back in the homes after the men came home from World War mm-hmm. II. And it is not biblically based. No. So we have to know that it really is. And, and, you know, we can't be surprised by this. It is really happening. Mm-hmm. And younger women I saw on Twitter where a woman said something about the most important thing is to have a home and raise your children. And 
all the young women yeah. reported back and, you know, spouted back and said, no, tell them I'm my husband. He needs to stay home and raise the children. And Ooh. so mm-hmm. they see it as an offense. Yeah. And so, yeah. yeah, and I think that's where wisdom comes in. Yeah, we pray, we pray for godly wisdom. We pray for God to, to reveal to us his heart for each of us individually. Yes. And then we obey what he's called yes. us to do separately, you know, individualized. We'll be right back here with more on The Christian View. the Christian View. We've had a great discussion on the modern day Proverbs 31 woman. I would encourage you to get your word out. Read through Proverbs 31. Ask the Lord to strengthen you where you're weak, to uh, maintain your relationship with him. He loves you. He is faithful and he wants that relationship with you. We'll see you next time here on the Christian View. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.